back, everybody, to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, is my co-host, is Victoria Monday, and down in the chat room, quarantine ghosts haunting the chat. We have a fantastic show coming up for you tonight, tarot, divination, and astrology. So our regular uh, guest for this evening, Jessica Potter, was unable to make it. She had a project come up down in Tennessee, so we're going to have her on in December. She's a psychic medium. We'll have her back on. So we decided this kind of last minute. We're going to talk about tarot, divination, and astrology. Uh, Victoria, my wonderful co-hostess, is knowledgeable in these things. And well, I may be picking up a thing or two here or there, but she's going to uh, she's gonna learn me a thing or two here. So Victoria, <laughs> welcome again to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, we have you every week. <laughs> happy meal whatever <laughs> so what all right well already down in the chat room they were looking forward to uh, your take on these different topics now you said the mm -hmm. good place to start here is with a natal chart so right. we'll just like dive right into it uh you did send me this uh photo here of your natal chart so what is a natal chart and this is this has to do with astrology so what is this and what are we supposed to be doing with it Okay, um, if you were able to hop out of the womb at the moment of birth and run out and look outside and look up, that's what you would see. So this is the placement. It's a graphical representation of where all the, um, the zodiac signs are and all the planets and everything at the very moment of your birth. So each person's is different. Like I'm a Libra. And so you know, think of all the millions of people who were born the same day as I or you know, share a birth date. So this is how we're different because it's all different, you know, latitude, longitude, times of day, times of night, you know. So it plays a big part into making you very unique. Hey, Victoria, is there a way to up your volume a little bit? I'm telling people, or I'm getting messages that uh, your volume's pretty low. I've upped your volume over here, but. I can push a button or two, but sure. that works. <laughs> all right. Okay, is that any better? Oh, yeah, that's really loud now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I see. You want me to be a happy? I got man? it. We're good. We're good right there. Okay. 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 So continue, please. Um, okay. So this is what the, the world outside of Earth looked like at the very moment I was born. So there you go. You got me in a nutshell right there. <laughs> so. Um, there's so, many ways you could interpret this too. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so what are we supposed to do with the natal chart? What is this supposed to... Okay, so it, it shows us basically the heavens or the sky or whatever at the moment that we're born, but what do we oh. do with it from there? Okay, if, so if you look at mine, if you go back to mine, mm -hmm. I don't want to push a button. The um, bar that goes horizontally, the one on the uh, left-hand side, that's my ascendant. And so that, that is how I appear to the world. So I'm at a zero degrees Aquarius, which um, is kind of unique. And so if you go all the way across, that's my descendant. And that's how I really am when you push comes to shove and I'm at zero degrees Leo. I'm also born on a cusp. So it's like the triple whammy. And I saw today I have a grand trine in there, which is a good thing, which I never knew I had one before. So I never looked at it. So to the untrained eye, I would be a Libra. So I'm like, you know, balanced, I like sweets, and I try and be fair and logical. I appear to be an airhead, because that's the Aquarius, you know, and but my reality, I'm a Leo. So if you do something, or if I have to, you know, fight back, I'm basically going to kick your ass, and you'll never see it coming because you think I'm an airhead. So um, it works really well in poker. <laughs> so uh, now, if you divide that line, still going in half, there's another way to interpret the chart. All the planets and the stars that are above means you're cerebral. So you're like a thinker in life. Anything below means you are a doer in life. So you um, you have to like learn through trial and error, basically. So if you were to divide it up and down the middle, the half on the right side would mean that you've lived many times before and you're finally coming back to fulfill your karma or your destiny. And if you flip it over and look on the left side, that means you're basically a new soul. And um, you might have more um, challenges because you basically have free will and you're working through all these things you have to learn. So, but if you look at mine, um, I'm kind of cerebral and I'm here to fulfill my destiny. So 
there you have that, you know. <laughs> um, but there's so many different ways you can interpret it. But once you learn your natal chart and where all the planets are and how it all fits together, then when you hear astrologers talk about like, well, uh, Mars is conjunct something or another, or Mercury's gone retrograde, you look in your natal chart, find where Mars and Mercury and all these planets are, um, and see how that affects you. Because Mars going retrograde, through let's say your house of family relationships this is something you need to take a look at um, sort some things out is there something you need to fight for is there something you need to work on but it's really interesting once you get into it so yeah yeah it does sound interesting now use the terms uh ascendant and descendant so mm -hmm. what what are those and what's the difference between them um the ascendant is the um the horizon basically and it's whatever astrological sign or planets or stars were on their horizon at the moment of your birth. So in mine, for example, Aquarius. Aquarius is, are very um, in their head. They're very um, communicative. Or not, communi talk, they talk. What's that word? Communicatable? No. Communicative? Yes. That's it. <laughs> okay. wait, wait, isn't that a disease? No, wait, no. <laughs> no, they're, they're in their head. They have their ideas. Um, they're very good at Obviously, I'm not, <laughs> um, but they're very good at communication. Um, and a Leo, if you go across the descendant, that's how you really are when it comes push to come to shove. Like, for example, one day some somebody did my daughter wrong, and you know, Mother Bear came out, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, I, I didn't know you were like that." <laughs> okay. It's like you don't. So it's how you really are. Okay. So how are those uh, different? Because usually, I mean, up until just very recently here, I hadn't heard of these terms, and so it's, it's I find it kind of ironic that we're talking about this now because this was just kind of introduced to me recently so uh usually when people talk about okay what sign are you you know you have a birth date and it like mine's july 21st so that's a cancer like right at the very end of cancer but okay i'm a cancer so but that's different than this ascendant and descent and stuff so why do we i guess why do we have three different things here it makes you unique just think of all the people born on july 21st how many Mike Ricksuckers do we have walking around? Billions, millions. This makes No, sure there's just a handful of Mike Ricksuckers, <laughs> actually. People born on that day. Work with me. Uh, people born on that day, July 21st. I'm sure there are thousands, maybe millions. Oh, as far as people born on that day, yeah. Yeah. So you're not all carbon copies. This is what makes you different. This is your unique imprint on the earth. You know, this is how... What makes you different so depending on what time you were born where you were born the stars and the planets are all different like um i was born at 117 in houston so 117 in new york would have a totally different if you look up in the air you know it would look different because it's a different latitude and longitude so it's what makes you unique okay so even the place that you're on the earth makes a difference here mm -hmm. yeah. okay so uh we do have a question here from quarantine ghost um QG wants to know, does Victoria use side reel or tropical astrology? Well, <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. I think this is all Western astrology. Um, this is just what I've taught myself. I did take one class online and it was like an eye opener because I never knew how you connected the um, natal chart to what's going on in the world today. So, like, I keep joking with you, and I keep telling you, Mars is retrograde. Mars is yeah. retrograde. It's um, it's what you fight for. And I, where is Mars? My Mars is in my. Let's bring you oh, back up. No, I, I have it over here too. Uh, you think I'd? Have, it's actually my wallpaper. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Mars is over there, in my house of relationships. So, yeah, that's something I'm going to fight for. That's, that's important to me. And double whammy, my north node, which is my soul's purpose this time around, is also in the seventh house. If you notice, everything is in the seventh house. So I'm basically screwed because um, you know, relationships are very, very important to me. You know, I don't care about work and money or anything. Um, it's all about the people. Okay. So looking at the natal chart here, you have a lot of different, you have a lot of different things all over the place here. Mm -hmm. And so what is somebody who's, you know, brand new to a natal chart and they're looking at this, what do all these different little things mean here? I mean, you don't have to describe every single one, but kind of in general, what exactly were we looking at? 
Okay, there are 30 degrees on each zodiac sign. Oh, and, and I do have to apologize to those that are listening to the podcast later. You're not going to be able to see this, but, but Victoria can explain a little bit. Man, I'm doing a great interpretive dance, too. Sorry. <laughs> um, there's 30 degrees in each, in each astrological sign. That's where those little tick marks are on the inside. Okay. Um, and then it's broken down into astrological signs. So in mine, the first house is in Aquarius, and it's also in Pisces, but the majority of it's in Aquarius. So then you look and you say, okay, well, you know, this planet's here, this planet's there. And then if you look up in Libra, you see the sun. So that's my... Um, my sun sign, basically. So I have the traits of Libra, but individual to me are the traits of Aquarius and Leo mixed together. So I'm just a mess. (laughs) (laughs) But your north node, which kind of looks like the Omega, which is kind of almost on the line on the left-hand side, that's my soul's purpose this time around. So this is what I'm supposed to be working on, our family relationships and dynamics with persons and stuff like that. But if you go directly across, and I don't think it's on this chart, that's called your south node, and that's what you're here to release. And so directly across from that would be the first house, which is the house of self and ego. So apparently I was really full of myself before, never had a relationship because it was all about me. So this time around, I'm here to learn how to have relationships with people, with peoples, and, you know, it's not all about me. It's about everybody else. And do you think you've been successful so far? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. <laughs> well. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <It's a rough day>. <laughs> <sighs> we do have rough days. Uh, Every time's a charm. I'm holding out. <laughs> there you go. So you did mention Mars retrograde here, and you kind of have been joking around about that lately. So mm-hmm. um, what exactly is supposed to happen during a Mars retrograde? Well, the planets, they really don't go backwards, okay? Right, it's an an illusion, it's an an optical illusion, right. It's like this, you know? (laughs) So the planets are going along, and all of a sudden it goes, nope, I'm going to go back the other way, and then it starts going back the other way, and you're like, no, I'm going to go back the other way, when it goes forward again. So Mars is the warrior in you. So um, wherever Mars appears in your natal chart, that's where you need to look. And it's going to go backwards because it's saying, you know, I don't think you really paid attention. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to give you a little bit more time. And then it's going to go forwards again. So it's basically something you need to take a look at. Um, This year, especially 2020, has been insane because every planet has been retrograde at the beginning of the year. And I went around last year like Henny Penny telling everyone, oh my God, oh my God, you're not going to believe what happened. Nobody believes me. Um, And then look what happened. But we had three major planets in Capricorn. Capricorn is the Earth. It's self. It is um, your home security. You know, it's terra firma. Major, major planets were all conjunct, all stationed next to each other in Aquarius, or Capricorn, sorry. And what that was symbolic of was major shifts that were going to start taking place. And these outer planets are called generational planets because they move so slowly from our point of view. Um, So like people who you went to high school with, you all, you share the same placement with the outer planets because, you know, might go two degrees in a year, whereas the moon goes like three degrees in a day or something, you know, it it just travels much faster. So those are the generational um, planets, the last three. So that would be like for the kids these days, I think, because we're moving into the Aquarius, I'm, I'm sure you, you've heard the age we're of Aquarius. We're on the dawn, yeah. Or the we're dawn actually, of the age of Aquarius, right. Big things are happening in December. December 21st, an age is roughly 2,000 years, and it's not something like you can just turn a calendar and then boom, you're in Aquarius. It right. is, um, it's a mesh. And so probably since the late 80s, early 90s, we've been transferring and transforming into Aquarius. And Aquarius Here's the great thinkers, um, the great speakers, the great communicators, um, the great ideas, revolutionary things. And um, I wrote it down because it was so cool, too. On um, uh, December 21st, which is the equinox. No, solstice. Solstice. Winter winter solstice. Yeah. Today is the autumnal equinox. So happy equinox day, everybody. (laughs) Did you have your your gourds? You're supposed to eat gourds today. Are we? 
I, I did eat a little pumpkin. Okay, that's a gourd. So, okay. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Here we go. Um, but um, meanwhile, back at the ranch. Oh, um, <laughs> Jupiter and Saturn are going to be conjunct, which means they're going to be next to each other. And these are major, major planets. They're yeah, they are pretty planets. close to, together right now. Yeah. Okay. If you just look up in the sky right now. Yeah, they're pretty okay. close. Yeah. They're going to get even worse. They're going to be at zero degrees. Zero degrees. <laughs> <laughs> zero degrees of Aquarius on December 21st. This is very, this is like- Okay, so they're actually getting closer together right now, or at least as they appear in the sky, closer together as we get closer to to December 21st. Okay. Now what what this means, back it up a little. Um, The beginning of November was a good way to put this. All hell's going to break loose. There's just no other way. Oh, no, it's all. Come on. We've already had enough of this in 2020. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury will all be conjunct together. These are all major players. This is happening right before the election. Okay. So this is symbolizing that it's going to be messy. So go buy your toilet paper now. Stock up on your soup now. You don't want to go outside. Um, Me personally... Intuitively, I think it's going to be a, a bad election, and some people are not going to want to give up, and some people aren't going to want to start something. The apocalypse is coming. I'm trying to be careful with my words because you know manifestation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. Um, but we will get through this because December 21st, everything is going to line up again, and that will be the beginning of Aquarius. So it's going to be some nastiness between November and December. But it it will get better, and okay. this whole everybody in Capricorn, you know, they only get so many planets in Capricorn. This is going to go on for two years, so there's going to be major Earth changes, um, geopolitical system changes, the way we do things. Because look, now everyone's you know we can do things from home via um, Zoom or whatever. Except for me, I have to go to work. Um, <laughs> my job's at work, but you know, schools are going to change the way they do things, and. Uh, it's also supposed to be a repairing of systems and things that have been destroyed over the past few years. Um, it's going to be a repairing because it's like the tower card. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Um, tarot is the same thing. Um, with astrology, the first house is self, and it goes all the way around, you know, self, parents, family, money, career, death, karma. Um, the major of kinda arcana of tarot are the same thing you're starting with the fool that's the journey same thing as the first house and it just keeps on going it's basically the travels through life that you will experience and same thing with astrology so everything's connected yeah everything's connected absolutely yeah. we do have a couple of questions coming in and um, we'll get to tarot here in in just just a moment <laughs> um, so question from joy h does victoria have any good sources for uh, learning more about astrology in general. I know quarantine goes through uh, some links down in there to uh, get your natal chart done, but uh, do you have oh, some okay. good sources? Yes, there's this wonderful girl, lady, on um, YouTube. Her name is Molly McCord, and she's awesome. She will, she'll talk over your head, and you're like, well... <laughs> and then she goes back and explains everything. And she actually did a three-part series on um, 2020 last year, and she called it the Great American Revolution because the way the planets and stars are, right now are the exact same way they were in 1776 and look what happened there you know ripped apart put back together better it's the tower card you know i was telling a a friend yesterday she kept getting the tower card i'm like well that's the most optimistic card you can get in the deck i think because you have a foundation you've ripped it apart you know the building but you still have all the pieces you still my lights are dimming Um, you still have oh no (laughs) um yeah we're still having the rain yeah you're in you're in houston and you have the uh you know the I'm rain from the yeah. yeah the rain from the hurricane down there so yeah, yeah it hadn't hadn't stopped in two days but um hey i can dog paddle so um <laughs> what was i saying oh no that wasn't right what tower card oh yeah you can re- take all those stones that you've ripped down because the building has fallen down now you can rebuild it but hey make sure you make room for like a, um, a wet bar and a hot tub and all that kind of stuff because now you've learned now you know what you want all right Hot tub and a wet bar in the tower. Top floor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, penthouse of the tower. All oh, right. yes. That'd be cool. With an observatory. <laughs> oh, an observatory. Put an observatory at the top of the tower. There you go. I like this. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. 
struggles. So uh, Pungai Fungi asks, Pungai Fungi. Pungai Fungi. What does it mean to have Mars in your Scorpio? Scorpio is basically um, hidden secrets. The, um, the main planet that rules Scorpio, I think, is the moon. The moon is all about emotional secrets. And you had what, Mars? Is that what she said? Yeah, yeah, Mars. Um, Mars is um, called the warrior planet. It's what you're going to fight for. So you're fighting to keep something concealed, keeping it hidden. Maybe you only want to reveal it to those who you actually trust and you want to reveal Okay, very cool. There you go, Pungai Fungi. Now, we're talking about, or you you, kind of segued right into it, uh, tarot and how it's all connected with astrology Mm -hmm. and everything. And we were kind of before the show, (laughs) waiting for everything to boot back up. We were kind of showing off our different tarot decks to each other. So this was my first one that I kind of threw up there, Ghost Tarot. I have a couple more now, but... How long have you had that? This one I've had Mm -hmm. for a couple of years, yeah. When I was um, five or six or something, I don't know. My sister went up to Boston and she brought me back the little witch tarot. They're actually playing cards, but mm-hmm. they, for, the witch fortune telling cards. I'm like, great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, so that was my first deck. But, you know, I um, I think I need an intervention. I quit counting at 25 decks. And um, You thought, said you had quite a few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a lot, but I got this really cool one the other day. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen it. It's called the vice versa deck. Okay. Okay. So what's this one supposed to do? This is okay. So here's your typical, you know, you got your reversals and everything, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You don't do that with this. Look at this. Okay. There's no reversals uh, over to, there you go. There's no reversals in this. Okay. I I don't read reversals anyway. Okay. So there's the fool, right? He's getting ready to jump. Okay. Right. But then this is what he's looking at. Oh. Uh-huh. Loyal friend. What? Yeah, right there. There he is. Okay. Um, so this is, and then the same thing with the magician. You know, everyone's used to this card of the magician. But this is what he's looking at. Oh, that's you know? interesting. So it's, it's hard. <laughs> how do you, how do you shuffle that? Like, how would you pull from that? When I shuffle, <laughs> wait, let me watch my words. Um, I basically look like a, um, a blackjack dealer on crack. I just shuffle, and then cards just come flying out. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's how I shuffle. I just shuffle, and then um, whatever is meant to come out usually comes out, and I have two or three decks, you know, because what if you do um, a reading and you use, like, eight cards, but you need that one card in there for a clarifier or something. So I get a second deck. I just keep going. Interesting. So, so you're, just, you're just grabbing cards when you're shuffling. You're just grabbing cards that fall out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Usually, I'm just talking to somebody. I, I think was it you? Yeah, it must have been you. I was talking, telling. Um, I have friends that call and say, "Hey, can you read for me?" I'm like, "Sure, okay." So we'll get online on Facebook, and I'll just do like a video, something, and we'll be chatting, whatever you know, whatever she wants to know or they want to know. So I'm shuffling cards, and uh, a friend of mine um, was thinking about dating this guy. Just can get can you can you read for me? I'm like, okay. So I'm talking to her, and then I get like loud voices in my head. And all I've ever heard, I heard Mike in my head. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, who's Mike? And why is he sitting on my bed? You know, because I'm on my bed doing it. She's okay. Like, that, that's my, my husband. He died like eight years ago. I'm like, oh, well, your husband's on my bed. Can you get your husband off my bed, please? You know, but it was just so weird that he showed up. And uh, I don't know if she ever dated the guy or not, but, you know, Mike was there. <laughs> <laughs> So Punga Fungi was wondering if with that deck, you if you would have to have your eyes closed to draw a card. I usually don't look anyway. I just shuffle and they okay. fly out and they flip and like, okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, I'm always chatting and it's the Aquarius in me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like everybody kind of has their own different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll spread out all the cards and mind you, I'm still pretty new at doing this. Um I'll spread out all the cards and it's like I'll run my hands, you know, kind of hover it over the top mm-hmm. of the cards. And at some point I'll feel like a little puff of air and then you know, like I'll grab, you know, yeah. that card. So it's warmer or you can feel like magnetically drawn down to it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting. So, But you had a bunch more decks there, too. Um, well, I was told I was getting a reading done one time and the lady told me, 
don't read tarot. It's too masculine for you. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, I'm pretty masculine. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm not a girly girl. You know, I will kill a bug. I will take the, the lizard outside. Um, I've always had to take care of myself. So, you know, I can, you know, I put it. My proudest moment was putting in a new uh, uh, what do you call it? RAM in my computer with a butter knife. You know. <laughs> oh wow! So you know I'm resourceful. So she told me to read oracle cards because oracle cards are more feminine, but they don't really make sense to me. They're more like a hey, a bonus reading. So I have a lot of them. Um, have you ever heard of Doreen Virtue? Um, can't say that I have. She was really big, um, probably late '80s, going into the '90s, and she did like beautiful artwork um all these different oracle reading cards you know um i have the romance angel and the archangel and there's like i don't know 30 40 different kinds she has and then she made a ton of money off of them and then one day she um she had a come to jesus meeting or something and um she's like i was just kidding oh wow (laughs) okay so now if you can find her decks because she doesn't do them anymore and she's totally you know flipped flipped the script those are the decks you want to get because I think they're going to increase in value. So speaking of, I have the Archangel Michael, which usually oh, have okay. like a little prayer at the end, you know, if you need some clarification or just a positive thing. But most of my friends are really interested in romance because, you know, that's just what we do. And so there's the Romance Angel cards. They're pretty cool. And um, I have a new deck that I haven't really played with much. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's called Moonology. And so it's got the different phases of the moon. And oh. The be. So, um, and they usually they just give you something to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. So what's what's the difference between uh, tarot and uh, oracle? Um, tarot is basically the journey of life. It starts with the fool and ends with the world. And then the all the little um, like the ace, two, three, four, and five. Those are like little um, comma. Meanwhile, you know, they give you a little bit more clarification on the um, subject. And the oracle cards, um, like I said, they're just the icing on the cake. Um, like this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Leo, Leo, you know. Yeah. So, you know. Leo, I mean, and like, you have a, yeah, it's, well, it's a lunar eclipse. It looks like. Yeah. Just confidence is your key to success. New moon and Leo. You know, so it's just like a little. Bar. Oh, it's a new moon. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, watch for the next new moon. Maybe something's going to happen. Okay, cool. Um, Sharon Lane was asking, should you be mindful of who you allow to personally read for you? Yeah, I don't trust people. So, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that's just me. I don't I don't trust people. Um, I've been screwed over too many times in life. Um, but I do have a couple people that I do trust to read. Um, a lot of times I don't let friends read for me because they think they know me. But they really don't. Um, they all think, you know, you just went, you know, seven house, you know. You want your seventh house in order, you know, and I'm like, no, no, I, I want to know about my career. So right. they have a preconceived idea of what they think I am or what I want. So it's very good to a stranger. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, we're having, we've had a request here. If we could each pull, you and I each pull one random card. What is this? Uh, one random card. I have Victoria read both of them, I guess, uh, for what's happening for this week okay so i guess we're each going to pull a random card i'm going to use edgar Allan poe tarot i want that deck it's pretty cool if if you go back to my natal chart my birthday's on there i'm just saying (laughs) so you'll know when my birthday although i haven't really i haven't really pulled from this deck yet it was a, a gift that i got just a couple of weeks ago. I think I've pulled once from it. The one that I have been pulling most from lately is the Wizard's Tarot. I see your Wizard's really cool. Tarot and <laughs> I raise you an everyday witch. Yeah, everyday witch. <laughs> so, so. Okay. Um, I'm just going to wait. Till so what do you want to know? Um, it's for what's happening this week. That's what, So you and I, the request is we each pull one random card and you read both of them. Can you be a little bit more specific? Like, what do you mean? Oh, okay. Well, this one popped out. I got mine. <laughs> All right. So. All right. So I've got them. You guys can't see. I have them all down in front here. And uh, I can already feel that it's on the right side. 
All right. Ace of Wands here. Oh, new beginning. That's what that means. Mm -hmm. And mine's a Two of Cups. So, um, harmony and partnerships. Interesting. Is something new starting? Um, I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it's just an in general reading. So, I mean, if it was specifically for me, um, yeah, new stuff is certainly starting in a number of different areas for me, both uh, with work and Honor Road Media related stuff. So, I have a lot of that type of stuff going on now. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a horrible laugh, by the way. I'll, I'll try not to laugh. Um, wait, how do you do this? Stage. Stage left. There you go. That's you. There you right go. There. You got nine, nine of, of discs. discs. Interesting. Is that supposed to be? That's for you. Okay. Financial stability. Oh, okay. Good. So. That, that That's always good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is fun. What else can we do? Nice. <laughs> uh, Carrie Parrish say, Mike, Victoria, those are prophetic. Thanks. <laughs> so, um, and that was, that was Quarantine Ghost's idea, by the way. Oh. <laughs> so thank you, QG. So that was kind of fun. <laughs> Do I get a cookie now? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's get cookies. Oh, I had a thought. Okay, if you don't have Entity, right? Remember Entity? Entity, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and you make wine, right? I do, yes. I like wine. I have a name for you. What? What's the, what's the name? Earthbound Spirits. <laughs> Earthbound Spirits, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, the one that I did, and I, I was supposed to, well, I haven't done it yet. I have the video that I was going to put up on Facebook of actually um, doing some of the winemaking. And it's a Zinfandel. So when I actually bottle it and put the labels on everything, it's going to be Zin as in like Z-E-N, Fendel. Very <laughs> um, much. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing stuff Saturday, but it's not going to have a name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, does? But yeah, it's probably illegal in a couple states. Yeah, yeah it could could very well be. Mm -hmm. So alcohol. I'm talking alcohol. Yeah. Right. We're so alive. Okay. Yeah. So all right. So we talked astrology. We talked tarot. We get into a little divination here, maybe with pendulums. All right. Let me tell you about my pendulum. Let's let's hear about your pendulum. <laughs> Um, I just bought one. I went, there's a, I'm down here in the Bible Belt. You know, there's not a lot of metaphysical stores, but there's a really nice one called um, Body, Mind, and Spirit. Okay. Every time I get a pendulum, it lies to me. It tells me yes, but it's really no. And so I, um, I found a pendulum and it has um, quartz on the bottom and Moldavite on the top. Oh, the that's interesting. Yes, yes. Familiar with okay. Moldavite. Yes. So I picked it up and it was just, it was spinning around like crazy. And I said, Ooh, you know, pendulums lied to me. Are you going to lie to me? And it went, No. I said, Are you lying to me now? And it said, No. I said, Okay. And it's like, Are we going to make it to happy hour? And it said, No. I said, Okay. Do you want me to buy you and come home with me? And it said, Yes. I was like, Oh, damn it. You know, I got to buy a pendulum. So I bought it. <laughs> I, I haven't been able to use it because the vibration of it is so high. I tried again today. I was just holding it and I could feel my heart racing and I was getting all shaky because it's such a high vibrational um, stone. I don't know how to use it. <laughs> so, I mean, but you use pendulums, right? I mean, I can't get it to work. Um, I mean, I do a little bit. So this one was a... Uh another gift a gift from a friend of mine so it's a tiger's eye mm -hmm. a pendulum and uh, i was doing a uh, paranormal investigation at uh, it was old looking county jail in um in ohio down in newark and so my friend sabrina was showing me her collection of stones and pendulums and stuff like that and when i touched this um i just got like an immediate buzz and i was like whoa and she just said, well, yeah, you can, you can just go ahead and have that. It's never done anything for me, but, you know, it's apparently calling out to you. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, she showed me how to use it because I hadn't really used a pendulum before that. I've used it on occasion. Um, I, I used it uh, at Spiral Mounds down in Oklahoma. And it was pretty interesting because uh, the pendulum was getting a lot of action on top of the mound. We're not talking a burial mound, people. It was an uh, old uh, okay. site where a, a, a temple had been. 
and then uh, down on the ground um, off of the mound, Mm -hmm. it wasn't doing anything. So there was a lot of energy amped up on that old temple site. So um, is there a telluric curtain current? Very words. Telluric current, yeah, very (laughs) well, very well could be. uh, You know, some of that earth energy and and whatnot. Um, Yeah, so. I'd like to do more with pendulums. Um, I haven't done anything like the pendulum boards, uh, which is kind of like the Ouija board, but using the pendulum. Um, don't do that. <laughs> well, I stay away from that stuff anyway because I just, I'm, I mean, I do spare communication with like a digital audio recorder and, and all that, but I haven't, I guess I haven't been trained or what have you with you know, like a Ouija board or what have you, which we're going to be talking about on Beyond the Shadows uh, oh, good. next show. But um, yeah, I can't do those to work. <laughs> yeah, well, my yeah. daughter is extremely talented, but being the only child, you know, we've always just had the two of us that dynamic. And I was, oh, look at the beautiful blue sky, honey. She's like, no, it's azure, mom. I go, oh, damn it. Okay, fine. So it's one of those kind of relationships. And when she was like two or three, we were in a store and she picks up a pendulum it starts going crazy and it it reacts to her but you know because this is something i'm interested in no 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 part of it you know (laughs) (laughs) so interesting comment here from kathy salento uh she says now that you picked a name like i'm I'm guessing it's about the one now you picked a name do the numbers on the name and see what it adds up to numbers never lie so i i do believe in numerology um what about you oh yeah totally like um 2016 Remember that year? Mm-hmm. Do you remember 26? Everybody uh, died. Everybody died. You know, all movie stars, rock stars, yeah. political figures. Add those numbers up. What is it? What? 2016? 2016. I mean, there's a couple different ways you could add them up, but... 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 6. Yeah. So nine. 9. 9 is an ending. Hmm. Okay. So they came and fulfilled their mission, I guess, and... Ended. <laughs> and they all ended. Interesting. So do uh, do you have any numbers that follow you around? Because that's something that I have found, that there'll be certain numbers throughout my life that tend to follow me around. Mm-hmm. 22. 22? It's, it's, it's a master number. It's my birthday. Every time I turn around, there's 22. Yeah, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, <laughs> yeah, 20, 21 is one that follows me, and that's also my birthday, but I see that in a lot of different places. 10's mm-hmm. another um oddly the number 823 you know shows up i've had that as a house number i've had it on a license mm. plate there's a lot of times i look up and the time is 823 um there'll be times like i just you know in line to get something to eat and they give you a number and the ticket's like 820 really okay did you ever watch the x-files okay this is my little nerd sure. nerd bit coming through and it'll say like you know washington dc march 3rd 1023 or something like right that. Do you know where those numbers came from? No. Those were like birthdays and anniversaries. Really? <laughs> that were important <laughs> to the people who made the show. You know? Oh, that's funny. That so was just like a little, hey, I'm thinking of you. Right. Because <laughs> like 1023, who cares what time it was, you know, whatever. But yeah. That's funny. A little nerd bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of trivia about the X-Files. All right. <laughs> so... Um, you guys go ahead, uh, feel free to ask any questions about any of these topics that we've been talking about, whether it's uh, tarot, divination, uh, heck, numerology, mm-hmm. um, and, and anything else. What you got there? Palmistry. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into palmistry. I have do, you, do, you re- do, you read, do you read people's palms? Somewhat. Um. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't say this. Uh First dates are always fun. <laughs> you can look on the side and it tells how many relationships you'll be, you'll have. You know, uh oh. I'm like, well, how many times have you been married? Oh, okay. Well, it's nice knowing you. You know, and the other side's kids, um, important relationships. Um, but there are some things. It's not all hocus pocus and mystery and I'm a gypsy and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, there's actual physical, biological things like um, on the fingertips of a person, if they have all these lines, it's a. Um, you're stressed. Well, yeah, I'm stressed because I walk around with my fence like this clenched. <laughs> so that's right. where these lines actually come from. So, um, eh, give or take. 
I have a money cross on my hand. I'm waiting for it. But. You're waiting for the money? Okay. What about the, yeah. the, the lifeline? I have a very long lifeline, and it goes down into my tattoo. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah, because um, I've you know followed it, and it, it mm-hmm. seems to like wrap around. So I have a long one as well, but it seems to like wrap around my whole hand. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, if you look at it, um, you can see the chains in it, and if there's breaks and stuff, mm-hmm. you have to figure out how many years it is. Um, but I've had people who don't know me at all, and they've actually have read my palm, and they say, oh, what happened when you were 13? And I would tell them, like, oh, what happened when you were 7? I would tell them, and sure enough, it's in, there in my hand. Um, but, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. Um, your thumb? How far back does your thumb go? Not, not too far. Yeah, not, not, not very far. Mm, that's it. Really? Yeah, that's it. That's a sign of creativity. <laughs> huh. The further back, if you're like that, you're very um, linear. You're yeah. This way, you're mm, creative. I mean, I can, I can, yeah, twist my. <laughs> or, or you broke it, you know, with me, you know. <laughs> no. but there's just so many little things like um, face recognition, like one of the typical. Um, signs for a Libra is the one dimple in the cheek and I have one dimple in my cheek. Oh, so okay. Talk to a person and if they only have one dimple, you go, oh, but you're a Libra. Yeah. All the Zodiacs have little tails like that. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But is that ascendant or descendant or does that not matter? That would be your solar um, sun sign. Oh, and then, oh my gosh, I have one for you. Okay. Um, the outer planets right, are the major movers and shakers in your in your life, right? Okay. So um, the moment you're born, Saturn is in one place, and it takes Saturn 28 years, no, 29 years to make a complete orbit, to get back to where it was. So that's called your Saturn return. Hmm. Usually something major happens in your life when you're 29. It's not always bad. It's like, you know, <laughs> married, changed jobs, you had a kid. It's something where your life is going along this way, and all of a sudden it's like, no, nope, we're going to go this way just a little bit. So what happened? Oh, it was, it was, um, <laughs> it really would have been the year before, though, when I was 28. Well, you know, give or take. Give or take <laughs> a little? Okay. Yeah. It's the cosmos, you know. Mm-hmm. So... You know, something would happen. So the beauty of that is most of us live long enough to have a second Saturn return. You know, because Pluto, you know, it's not going to make it. It's not even going to make one return. Oh, well, Pluto's, you know? my, Pluto's my planet. Come on. Yeah, but how many years is it going to take? <laughs> I don't know. How long does it take Pluto take to go around the sun? Somebody, somebody's got to have that down there in the chat. Alexa, how long <laughs> does it take Pluto to make a run complete rotation? Here's Hmm. There you go. Well, uh, you asked about a rotation. It would be uh, how long does it take to orbit the sun? Oh, I meant Pluto anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a long time. It's it's out there. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> I have a question here for Betty Lange. Have you ever read more than one person and end up with overlap? You mean like in tarot? Or? I don't know. Um, that's the question I have. Um, well, well, we can I, wait I for Betty so. to define that no, a little I, bit better. I was thinking, I no, I, I mean, I picked up on like somebody totally else, you know. But um, no, usually the way I, um, it's always fun for me. So I'm always chatting and laughing and joking and shuffling cards, and they come flying out. So. Um, while I'm chatting and talking, I'm kind of building a rapport with that person, I guess you could say, keying in on their energy. Um, a lot of times I get weird names and stuff. And it's like, oh, you remember Mike? Who's Mike? He's my dead husband. Oh, <laughs> dead husbands, they come around a lot over here, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. The people are throwing down their different weird okay so carrie Parrish, 2.17 million hours that i have no idea what that translates to into years or whatever um the b3 airspace pluto six days nine hours and 36 minutes to rotate although you're not Alexa, around the air no uh, though your alexa said 10 hours so i don't know 
That's like to turn one rotation. Yeah, we're, we're looking for how long it takes to orbit the sun. So, I don't know. I don't I won't know. Be we, we got about three different <laughs> answers. Here we go. Deconstructing Fear says 248 years for Pluto to orbit. Thank you. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll only be around for one rotation then. <laughs> yeah, we won't be around for one single orbit. So for a Pluto return, you have to live to be 248. Well, okay, I've got nothing going on. So. <laughs> well, I'll have half that. I'm trying to I'm trying to live till 126. Okay. Do you have a mission? Is there something going on then? Or, or? I want to see. I we talked about numerology a, a moment ago. The number mm -hmm. 21 follows me around. I want to see the year 2100. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. That's a, that's a big so goal. I'd have yeah, to be 126. Okay to do that so we had uh, bernice golden on here a couple years ago threw that one at her and she said yeah you're gonna make it to 127 i was like cool <laughs> are taking those vitamins you know <laughs> i do i do so okay <laughs> i hope they're the right ones uh -oh. so sharon lane is wondering if you are a psychic or intuitive yes yeah i think it's kind of i think we've kind of established that but do you have like a speciality? Motherhood. That's my speciality. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, no, nobody believes me. So um, when I had my Akashic Records done a couple of years ago, that was one of the things. Um, I, I just need to let go. I don't have to prove myself. People don't have to believe me. I don't, you know, people are people. <gasps> people are. <laughs> no. Um, uh, it's a joke, and now it's kind of stuck, but... Um, there was a while there when I was called the paranormal perfect storm. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not my fault. Okay, let me just say it's not my fault. Uh, my mother's side um, are all from, well, where? They're all gone now. Um, from deep in East Texas. And they were the, um, not quite on the level of deliverance, but, you know, <laughs> they were they were to themselves. You know, they all had the herbal cures. They were all the wise women. They had their, oh, I need a red candle on Friday and all this kind of stuff. And, um it wasn't until a couple of years ago, I remembered my grandmother actually had a cauldron in the front yard, but it had a big hole in it, so she put plants in it. And <laughs> so my mom's side is very intuitive. They're very, if you want to call them psychic, um, but they were all good Baptist women, so they didn't do that. And then my dad's side, um, we're kind of nomadic and um, when I did the gene our genealogy, my dad's like, you know, we have gypsies and they they would oh. always tease me because I would move so much. I mean, I've moved across the country. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times because, well, you know, my job and I just had so many apartments and it's like, we have gypsies. So I was getting a reading a couple of years ago and the lady um, was doing automatic channeling and automatic writing. And so she starts describing my grandfather and she was telling me how he died. And it's like, well, that's exactly right. It turns out my grandfather was the first ghost or spirit or whatever you want call it um that i saw when i was seven oh, okay so he showed up so yeah my grandpa kind of hangs out with me and then she said you know you have gypsy blood like, yes, <laughs> i've heard i've heard you know she's yeah it's your um your grandmother magdalena i was like no that's my great great grandmother she's like she's a roma gypsy but they left germany right before everything you know hit the fan oh wow oh, i didn't know that so if you combine the two you know you either have fun party tricks <laughs> or you know me <laughs> so you move around you've got mm -hmm. some intuitiveness going on so yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> no when to leave you know, like oh this job's wearing down i need to go <laughs> mm -hmm. anyway. so of all this stuff that you know we've been talking about i mean we did we did some tarot we even pulled a card you know we've we busted out the pendulums um we talked about palm reading you know all this what's your favorite aspect of this what's your favorite thing to do here i do love tarot um that's really fun but scrying um is probably the the easiest one to do oh you know okay you just most people have to gaze into the crystal ball or look into a black mirror or whatever but if you i guess it's because i you know never had friends growing up or anything i didn't have anybody to talk to um <laughs> <laughs> but if you learn to just listen and um you can kind of shift into another reality Basically, um, you just get messages all the time. Okay. Um, from Alina the 
Fam, do our favorite colors say anything about us? They might echo your aura, I guess. You know, everyone's got the aura, um, mm -hmm. different kinds. So, yeah, I would say they would. It, they also change your reality. It can change their vibration. Like if you um, if you're feeling sick, wear something green because the green has a certain vibration of health and healing. Okay. So yeah. do you do you yeah. work with auras at all, or you just you're just knowledgeable of it? No, I just see you see you, you see you auras. Can, okay. Yeah, you can tell when somebody's. Yeah, I'm not good. <laughs> it's just, you know, you perceive that. Everything is connected. Um, it's just the vibrational <laughs> I've heard that somewhere <laughs> before. Everything's connected. I don't know. It's, you know, <laughs> uh, it's like um, when uh, we had Mark Forentino on, uh, and he was talking about uh, the ether and mm -hmm. how um, covalent bonds actually have matter in um, our mass, you know, and, and they're all put together in space, and it's just not empty. And I was like, well, and I was thinking... Well, first of all, I don't want to be rude. I was thinking, well, I already know that. <laughs> I mean, how are, you just now, how are you just now figuring that out? Um, but science has actually backed it up now. So, I mean, this yeah. is something I've always known growing up. But, you know, now science is catching up with us. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Yeah, to, to me, it's it's funny how we've kind of gone back and forth between, um, you know, some sort of you know, spiritualism or religion or whatever, um, and that being the main focus of our culture to, you know, now it's science-based. and uh, But you see a lot of people, you know, especially like in this community, and I don't want to say, you know, religious, but certainly spiritual. And at some point you think, you know, these two would finally get together and, and realize, hey, you know, we're, we're all related and the one can actually help prove the other, you know. Exactly. It's like those pictures I sent you um, last night of, you know, just ghosts and stuff. They're there, you know, yeah. like, take pictures, you know, and then there's something manifesting in the pictures later. So, I mean, everything is connected. That's right. The connected universe. Ooh. I've heard of that before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I even know so. what you're going to do with it, but I can't tell yet. Oh, you know what I'm going to do with it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not yet. No, that that's yeah. I think I think I was sending you the message, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" You know. Did I tell <laughs> you? No, you tell me nothing. I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> but I know. But you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, from fussy, what do you think dreams have meaning, or are they just dreams? Oh no, they totally have meaning. Um, one of my apparently, I don't sleep. You know, because um, I get more done that way. But um, when I do sleep, almost every night, there's always a song repeating in my head. And it's not the entire song. It's just a fragment of the song, you know. And it's like the chorus or something. Mm -hmm. Toss, turn, toss, turn. You hear the song all night long. So I get up in the morning and I Google it. What is the song? And you Google the words. And sure enough, there's something in there that'll jump out at you, some phrase. Like, oh, okay, so that's what I need to be doing. Or, or yeah, it's crazy. Or that or sleepwalking. That's another well, not sleep, sleepwalking like a zombie, but, you know, sleepwalking into people's dreams. That's, that's a fun one. Okay. So, um, <laughs> is that like astral projecting into somebody's dream? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really fun when you, you do it. And then a couple of days later, they go, you know, I, you were in my dream the other night. <laughs> so do you, uh, do you astral project? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Is that something that you know how to do? You can just sit down and boom, project yourself somewhere. Um, usually when I'm going to sleep, if you, you know, like kind of daydream or you see something in your head or try and resolve a problem and then the next thing you wake up and you're like, oh, okay. That's, so I always tell my daughter, yeah, well, last night when I was asleep, I remembered how to fix this or, you know, I came up with an answer. Hmm. Just don't sleep. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's overrated. Yeah, sleep is overrated. It's a waste of time. Da Vinci only took naps. And so he got more things done because he never slept. See, I'm, I'm not Da Vinci. Totally get it. No. You're not? No. <laughs> no. Einstein, maybe. I'm just kidding. No. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Kathy Salento, uh, being Victoria has a tad gypsy in her, does she believe in curses? Yes, because they're manifestations. Um, that's why I try and watch what I say. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
don't yeah back. don't say something negative because you'll accidentally manifest it is that the idea mm-hmm. yeah and now they're actually doing it now with like the secret and um uh what do they call it uh esther hicks or whatever she does the manifestation mm-hmm. you know so um, basically law, like law of attraction, law of attraction. yeah yeah i'd get there sooner or later <laughs> yeah but see i've seen that work so like when i first watched the secret and they were uh they had the example of the parking space and so i was i, I doubt it. i was like really get yourself your you know the parking space that you want so mm-hmm. driving to the grocery store and i'm like all right fine i'm going to envision you know this parking space right there boom in front of the door all that and as i'm pulling into the parking lot you know there's this car backing out of that spot, pulling away, and sure enough, I got it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I was just busting mm-hmm. the gut. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, it's really fun if you can do that, and you know your radio's going, and as soon as you pull in and get ready to turn off the car, if the radio ends the song, you're in total sync with the universe right then. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so it's it's like oh yeah, so <laughs> that's pretty cool. I didn't realize you could do that with a song that was playing. Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm, okay. Just don't put like Bohemian Rhapsody on or you'll be looking for a parking place for a long time. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I will say this. Uh, the uh, the song I was listening to today to get the gas to put in the car for the, the lot or the to put in the, uh, the container for the lawnmower. It took me the song that I was listening to exactly till I got mm-hmm. to the gas station. And then, of course, all the way back was the exact length of the song. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't ever think of it having some sort of correlation like that. Yeah, everything. You, everything relates to everything. Mike, everything relates to everything. Come on. <laughs> I know everything's connected, but to me, like, really, the okay. <laughs> to me, it was just a song, so, Mm-mm. okay. No, nope. nope, there's a meaning behind everything. Yeah. It's like you go outside and you do something and there goes a dragonfly. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, there's change coming. Okay. Interesting because um, this past weekend when I was out in Rhode Island hanging out with uh, Carl Johnson, well, Carl Johnson and um, Elise Carlson, we were at um, Swan Lake Cemetery, which uh, to visit the grave of H.P. Lovecraft. And what was interesting is as we're over there, we're seeing this thing hovering in the sky. It was it was huge. We're looking up, and at first it was like, is, is that a hummingbird? Because it was you know that big, and it turned out it was a huge dragonfly. Ooh. And, you know, it was kind of buzzing off over there. And as we're talking about looking at it, trying to, you know, confirm exactly what it was, it starts coming closer and closer and closer. And like, oh, yeah, it is a dragonfly. And once we confirmed it was a dragonfly, it went off again. <laughs> it's kind of funny. See, you can manifest. Try working on money now. Yeah. Just like yeah. a quarter, a quarter. Like, you know, because if you see a quarter on the ground, most people pick up a quarter. People don't pick up pennies, you know, um, so try and manifest a quarter. Manifest a quarter. Okay. Yeah. I could try that. Yeah, that's easy. All right. So um, from Sharon Lane, Victoria, when you dream about someone you haven't seen in a long time, what do you think that means? It means I'm asleep. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to sleep. I, seriously, I, I sleep about three or four hours a day because um, I just can't sleep. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe they're doing the astral projection thing. Um, I usually don't dream about people. I dream about situations, how to solve situations. Um, yeah, I don't dream about people. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I dream about a lot of people, so Aww. I guess everybody's dreams are a little bit different. Um, we're getting down toward the end of the show. I'll try to grab another question or two here just before we sign off. Uh, from Christine Louvier. Uh, Victoria, what scrying tool do you like to use? I just, do you remember the, um, what are they called, magic eye pictures where you would look into them and there would be a giraffe all of a sudden and those kind of things. Just learn how to defocus your eyes. So just kind of look off and I've actually been doing it and people will turn around and look like, what are you looking at? I'm like, you, I'm looking through space and time. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you just, just look and it's altering your consciousness is all it really is. Okay. Kind of like... Um, Looking into a candle flame or a crystal ball, you just disconnect. Okay. Uh, you look inside. Cool, cool. And then this, uh, we'll take this last question and wrap it up, and then we'll get to Beyond the Shadow. So, Robert Hanna, does karma have anything to do with any of this? Karma? Karma. 
How many tacos do I get, Robert? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think karma plays a big part. Um, one of the things you can do is look at your hands um, and see how wrinkled they are. I had, I have had old lady hands since I was a little kid. It was always embarrassing, so I, you know, keep my hands tight so you couldn't see them, or I'd wear a lot of lotion and stuff. And that's a sign that you've lived many times, many lives before, because it just indicates how many times you've been around. Um, so if you have very smooth, young-looking hands, Robert, um, karma's coming, baby. There <laughs> <laughs> hope for some old, wrinkly hands. <laughs> nice. All right. So that'll do it, guys, for the uh, questions for tonight because we are at our hour mark. Um, Victoria, thank you for oh, indulging us in this show <laughs> and tapping your knowledge of all these different things, um, you know, astrology, tarot, divination. We got you talked about scrying. We talked numerology, palmistry, all these fantastic things. So thank you very much for this. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Get your natal chart. It's going to be eye-opening. You're going to go, oh, my God. <laughs> Do the natal chart. Mm -hmm. So uh, QG did put the uh, the link down in there. I'll have to have to dig that link up uh, later yeah. on. It's fun. You could use it to play poker. Because you know? <laughs> that's what you do, you use it to play poker. People think I'm a dumb airhead, but I'm like the little pig with the Geico pinwheel out the door, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, everybody, um, we will go ahead and uh, wrap up this show. We'll get to the shout outs here. Victoria, again, thank you so much. I need the moment I